It's Thursday, February 1st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Federal Reserve signaled it was thinking about when to lower interest rates, but hinted a cut wasn't imminent when it held rates steady at its first policy meeting of the year on Wednesday. The central bank held its benchmark federal funds rate steady in a range between 5.25% and 5.5%, the highest level in more than two decades, as it awaits more convincing evidence that a sharp downturn in inflation at the end of last year will endure. It's a highly consequential decision to start the process of lowering interest rates, and we want to get that right, said Fed Chair Jerome Powell at a news conference. We've made a lot of progress on inflation. We just want to make sure that we do get the job done in a sustainable way. For most of January, investors in interest rate futures markets have placed roughly 50% odds that the central bank would cut rates at its next meeting, March 19th and 20th. Powell volunteered on Wednesday that officials did not think a March cut was likely. In other news, the U.S. government said it had disrupted a uniquely dangerous and potentially life-threatening Chinese hacking operation that hijacked hundreds of infected routers and used them to covertly target American and allied critical infrastructure networks. Senior officials described the operation in unusually blunt terms as part of an evolving and increasingly worrisome campaign by Beijing to get a foothold in U.S. computer networks responsible for everything from safe drinking water to aviation traffic so it could detonate at a moment's notice, damaging cyber attacks during a future conflict. Wednesday's announcement was part of an effort by senior Biden administration officials to underscore what FBI Director Christopher Wray called the apocalyptic scenarios animating their fears about China's advanced and well-resourced hacking prowess. Western intelligence officials say its skill and sophistication has accelerated over the past decade. Around the world, U.S. negotiators are pushing for a ceasefire deal that could stop the war in Gaza long enough to stall Israel's military momentum and potentially set the stage for a more lasting truce, according to U.S. and Arab officials familiar with the negotiations. Israel and Hamas are considering a three-part deal that would release hostages in Gaza beginning with a six-week ceasefire, according to a draft of the agreement hashed out this week by international intelligence chiefs in Paris. Subsequent phases also would see fighting stop and more hostages let go. U.S. negotiators, led by CIA Director William Burns, argue that it would be difficult for Israel to resume the war at its current intensity after a long pause. Back in the U.S., on Wednesday, the CEOs of Meta, TikTok, X, and other social media companies went before the Senate Judiciary Committee to testify as lawmakers and parents grow increasingly concerned about the effects of social media on young people's lives, specifically about sexual predators, addictive features, suicide, and eating disorders. The hearing began with recorded testimony from kids and parents who said they or their children were exploited on social media. They're responsible for many of the dangers our children face online, U.S. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin, who chairs the committee, said in opening remarks. In a heated question-and-answer session with Mark Zuckerberg, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley pressed Zuckerberg, asking if he'd take personal responsibility for the harms his company has caused. Zuckerberg stayed on message and repeated that Meta's job is to build industry-leading tools and empower parents. And 
President Biden will travel to East Palestine, Ohio this month to meet with residents nearly one year after a fiery derailment of a Norfolk Southern train that released toxic chemicals into the community. The trip would mark the first time Mr. Biden has visited the site since the accident devastated the small Ohio town near the Pennsylvania state line. The president has faced criticism from Republicans and some local residents for not traveling to the site in the aftermath. The White House said Wednesday that the president would, quote, assess the progress that his administration has helped deliver in coordination with state and local leaders to protect the community and hold Norfolk Southern accountable, end quote. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.